I think it's important to remember that everything in life is just a phase and there's always an out. And I found that with time, emotions fade and you're able to get perspective and there's always a way out of the phase. Whitney, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for those that are not watching that can't see your face. I am with Whitney Port Rosenman, who is, I don't even know. Okay, I'm hoping I got everything on here. She was a television personality on the hills. If anyone remembers that, that was my childhood. She's a fashion designer, a current podcast host. She's a YouTube channel. She's an author. Did I miss anything? I mean, maybe, but um, you pre- that pretty much sums it up. So, yeah, she's a mother. I mean, like the titles never end. Yeah, <laughs> truly. When you are out and people ask you what you do, what do you tell them? Um, I call myself like a Jane of all trades, but more appropriately, probably like just an entrepreneur. Um, I look at myself as someone who wants to build brands and be creative. And so kind of like an entrepreneur slash creative director in the digital and IRL space. Yeah. What is your favorite thing that you're currently working on? What is like taking up most of your time now? Oh, my gosh. Um, There's so many different things. My favorite thing, though, right now is my uh, Rent the Runway collaboration. So It's so good. It's so good. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm coming out with my fall collection in September, and that is just looking so good. And then I'm working on my spring 24 collection right now. So just being able to gather all the inspiration and decide what the concept is going to be and really like create the vision is the most fun part for me. I love that. I'm so excited to see that. For everyone who doesn't know, she has a fashion line on Rent the Runway. Go check it out if you haven't <laughs> already. Um, So I'm sure your career may have started before this, but I got introduced to you from The Hills when you were working at Teen Vogue with Lauren Conrad, and I used to watch that all the time. So, But now you do so many other things. So how did you get from The Hills to what you're doing now? So after The Hills, I moved to New York and I filmed The City, and that followed my career in the fashion world. And then once that was over, you know, social media was starting to become a real thing. So I was realizing that I would be able to utilize the exposure that I got from the show and use that on social media to reveal what I was doing in the fashion world. So I really then started to be like a digital creator and I had my clothing line, Whitney Eve at the time. And so those were the two things that were really making up my world. And then I started my podcast and like, I'm one of those kind of people that likes to just try a bunch of different things and see if I find it fun and see if it can be impactful. And I think that just from having the clothing line and the podcast and the YouTube series featuring like all my trials and tribulations with getting pregnant and becoming a mom really just was like the root of what I've been able to do now. I love it. Yeah. Well, you've done amazing things since. Um, 
The question we're all dying to know is the question of the show. Do you have a piece of best advice you've ever gotten? I would say the one that I always think about is mostly because I compare myself to others all the time. And I think that in this world and on social media, we do this subconsciously and we don't even know that we're doing this. So mine is to stay in your own lane because everybody else is taken, right? Nobody else can be you. So to really do what feels most unique to you and what brings you the most joy and others will see that and and run with it. And I think if it's organic and if it's something that you really are passionate about and believe in, that you should just continue to work in that direction and not pay attention to what everybody else is doing. Like keep your blinders on essentially. I love that. It is so interesting to me because we've only done a handful of these interviews, but so many of them have had that same theme. And it's so fascinating that people who have been so successful in their fields still feel so much inferiority or just so much competitiveness with other people around them. And it's almost like the more successful you get, the more that increases. Is there like particular instances in your life where you just have had to remind yourself of that like extra? Oh my gosh, all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of the times it happens for me on a daily basis, really on my social media. Like I think for me, I'm not one of those influencers who's going to be posting all day long and showing every little thing. Like that's just not how my social media muscle works. And I look at what other people do and I'm like, oh my God, they're showing everything. And, you know, that would really grow my business if I showed more and um, like revealed more. But I think that it that doesn't really feel right to me. Like I don't want to have a camera in my face and my family's face all the time. So I have to remind myself, like, don't compare yourself to what other influencers in this space are doing because you're you, there's space for all of us and even though it may be like best practices to do as much as possible if it doesn't feel right to you I think that you really need to tune into that yeah absolutely do yeah. you think you've felt that mostly from the Instagram world mostly from the YouTube world you're on so many different platforms I'm always curious where people feel it the most I feel like Instagram usually is it but you never wow. know yeah, it's usually always Instagram. I think that I'm also the most active on there and I'm looking yeah. at what people are doing the most on there. And so I think you just have to really set a boundary with how much you invest into following other people and how much time you invest into following other people versus how much you're like working on what you want to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think you just have to set boundaries with that because I really think that subconsciously, the more and more that we're on our social media, the more and more we're subconsciously comparing ourselves to others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know also that, like you said, on your YouTube channel, you've documented it. You've just gone through a lot of hard things in life, which everyone has, but like you have put it out to the public in such a brave way. And I'm wondering if throughout those hard things, you got a best piece of advice that kind of got you through them. Yes, um, I have looked at it as those parts of my life being phases. 
I think it's important to remember that everything in life is just a phase and there's always an out. And I found that with time, emotions fade and you're able to get perspective and there's always a way out of the phase. So I think that just knowing that the deepest, lowest moment that you're in is not going to last forever. And also to not shame yourself for feeling that way, like allow yourself to feel those feelings because they'll come out in other ways and you'll become a resentful person if you don't actually allow yourself to feel those feelings. I love that. I think that's so beautiful. It reminds me of a quote that I love from Real K and the the end of it is no feeling is final. And sometimes I even remind myself of that. And it's so true. You feel like it is when you're going through it. Exactly. It feels so final. It feels so final, but it really is not. Like there is so much of life left to live and be done and to problem solve through. And so I think it's just remembering that these are just waves and no one escapes them, you know? Yeah. Looking back at those hard times, I know like your dad passed away like 10 years ago. You've had um, so many challenges with pregnancy loss. Is there something that you would have told yourself during those times now looking back that would have really helped you? I think that the biggest thing for me is as I've gotten older, just releasing control of how life is supposed to be. Like, I think that we can make all these plans and we should, we should make plans. We should have goals. We should have dreams. But to remember that there is still so much like most in life that we don't have control over. And so to not blame ourselves for any of those things. I think that's beautiful. I love that. I also am. I love asking people if they. I'm a quotes person. Clearly, yeah. the hence yeah. quotes by Christy. Yeah. Um, but I always love hearing if people have favorite quotes or favorite mantras or affirmations. Something that has always stuck out to you. The thing that I always say to myself is like, "No way out but through." And love it. yeah, it sounds like a little bit like simple. But I think that we all need to realize that we have so much strength within us to get through things. There's no way out of a situation except to go like directly through it. So to just know that we're all in this journey and also to try to also have like a lot of empathy um, because you never know also what other people are are dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had a situation, I've had so many of these in my life, especially recently, where I've kind of like to that point made an assumption about someone and then realized, oh my gosh, there was so much more to them and so much yeah. more to their story yes. that I didn't know. Has that happened to you a lot too? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that we live in this age where we feel like we know everything about everyone and we can just make yeah. an opinion about it. But there is so much we don't know and so much that we choose not to share. And I think that it's really easy for us to to judge. It's like in our human nature. But I think that we need to be mindful of those moments. And instead of judging, think about like, where you know, what could have just happened to them that they were maybe in a bad mood or are they just more of like a shy person, not like a bitchy person, you know, like yeah. you really have to think about where the other people are coming from. 
Yeah, no, it. I think that is something that is definitely lacking in our world is having more empathy. And we think that based on someone's Instagram or the five second TikTok we saw of them that we know everything about their lives. Right. right. And I'm sure you got that a ton, especially having been in the public eye at such a young age. Have people just made wild assumptions about you as a human being? <laughs> Honestly, no. I feel like I was nice. We, yeah, I feel like on the show, like I was, I was shown as who I was. I mean, I think that they probably didn't show as much of what I said on there. You know, I think they relied a lot on me for like expressions and reactions. And I think yeah. that it had a little bit more value add. Um, but I, I really do think that who I represented myself as on the show was edited in a way where it really let my true self shine. So I, I don't really feel misunderstood actually. That's actually really refreshing. And I feel like very rare in the reality TV sphere. It is, it is, but I think it's because I never really cared about being famous or being on the TV show. So I never did anything that wasn't exactly who I was. So there wasn't a way to edit me to look any sort of way. So I think that like, I don't know. I just, I didn't particularly have that issue. And maybe it was the way that the producers framed me and Lauren too, um, where we were always kind of like the girl next door and everybody else was always the stuff that people that were doing the stuff to us. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like people get me. And I think that that also has to do with me being able to show who I am on my social media and on my YouTube and on my podcast. Like now we're able to edit ourselves into who we really are. And so people yeah. are able to know more about who we are. Yeah, I still though, it's true that we have so much more control over it, but it definitely is a skill to be able to come off as your authentic self. Because I, I think most people, whether they know it or not, when they're being broadcasted to millions of people, are going to try and act a certain way and be a certain way. So do you have advice for people on how to be their authentic selves, whether it's on social media? Well, most people aren't on TV, but if they're on TV, great. Wow. Do you have any advice about that? My advice for that would is similar to my for the first question that you asked is that um to just continue to stay true to you and to honestly not care what anybody else thinks. Like I'm sort of getting over the phase of like what are they going to think if I do this or is this so self-involved or this or that and I'm just like just be you and see what happens. And I feel like you'll be pleasantly surprised. I love that. Yeah, I love that. We never think about the option in life of being pleasantly surprised. We only think about being unpleasantly surprised. Exactly, exactly. And like, you won't really know unless you share. And I think that you have to have a little bit of a thick skin when you get into social media, when you're sharing anything that you're doing. Like, I think that you have to be prepared that everybody's going to have an opinion. But I think that if the majority of the opinions are positive and good, then just tune out the other ones. I think so many times in life we focus on the negative stuff when it's really just like a fraction of what's actually happening. Absolutely. I love that. I um, also love hearing people's least favorite quotes. Do you have one of those? Like you just hear it and you're like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, my God. Um. 
like a good example. Someone said no days off. And I'm like, you're right. That is a terrible quote. I mean, I think that the time that I was faced with the most people trying to tell me what to do was when I was filming the reality TV shows. And I think that the producers would tell me to confront someone or um, say something that I normally wouldn't say. And that was when I had to really like tune into who I was and not be so impressionable, you know, like just because you're a boss telling you something to do doesn't mean that it's right. So make sure that your your internal moral thermostat is always on high alert. I love that. I love that. Last but not least, last thing, you're going to name this chapter in your life. What would the title be? Um, it's funny because my book is called True Wit. And I wrote that like I don't, when I was filming The City. But I feel like it would be called like True You. Like I'm really just trying to, like I said before, not walk into a place with like, what are they going to think of me? Or what are they going to ask me? Or what are they going to want to talk about? I'm more wanting to come into a place with curiosity and not care about what their takeaway of me is going to be, but how I'm going to experience the situation to the fullest. So I love it. Yeah, I love that. Well, (laughs) there's your next book idea. True you. True you. By Whitney Port (laughs) Rosamond. Well, that is, this has all been such wonderful advice, honestly. I've got There is a reason why people loved you so much on the hills and the city and the hills part two. And I think this just affirms that. Thank you so much for joining us. The last thing I want to do is ask you to tell us all the ways we can follow you and keep up with your projects and give us names and handles and links and whatever. All of it. Yeah. So I'm Whitney Eve Port on Instagram. And I have a website, WhitneyPort.com, where you can shop like everything that I love. And there's fun blog posts and very informative. And then my podcast is called With Wit. And then I'm just Whitney Port on YouTube. I love it. Perfect. Everyone go follow. Go keep up. Her YouTube videos are awesome and so fun. If you want to see her rewatch The Hills, it's really fun. And um, Whitney, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, thanks for listening to The Shift. 